I truly believe that when we hunger and thirst for God's righteousness and His presence and His holiness, God is there to move among us. Welcome to the One Cry Podcast, a nationwide call for spiritual awakening. The goal, accelerating the movement of God through sharing revival truth, stories, and reports. Welcome to the One Cry Podcast, and my name is Byron Paulus, blessed to be the founder of the One Cry Movement, and I'm blessed today to have a very special podcast that uh, we're kind of injecting into uh, this season, and I say that because things are happening around the world, unprecedented in my generation, uh, and one of the things I find strikingly uh, exciting and enthusiastic and all that is happening is hearing other nations, Christian leaders pray for America. And over the year, last couple of years, God is just raising up uh, across the globe those who have a passion, a fire in their heart for revival and spiritual awakening. And one of them is a friend of mine by the name of Godwin. He is in India, and he just believes God has raised him up for this moment to be able to be a voice, literally globally, but especially throughout India and the Mideast, and uh, calling pastors and leaders to seek God, to unite with one cry for revival and spiritual awakening. So what you're going to hear from Godwin in a moment is what is embedded deeply in his heart. And my challenge to you as pastors and those of you who are listening and influencers really in the church in America, but particularly that um, God would help your people to understand the importance of revival in America and the impact, therefore, it would have around the world. And Godwin shares that out of a personal testimony, personal story, and then what he is doing to be able to be a catalyst and mobilize others for revival. So as you listen today, be, be encouraged that God could use you like he's using Godwin today. So uh, Godwin's joining us here from India and uh, trust that you will be blessed greatly and inspired and resourced and mobilized. Thank you. I am so excited the way God has raised up and it's not all—it's not about one cry, but it's about the mission and the message of one cry. And God has raised up movements, as you know, in Southeast Asia and now in Africa and elsewhere. And uh, one of the individuals that I believe God has used the most to spread this mission and message is Godwin. So we have—it's—it's it's nighttime where Godwin is. It's morning where I am. But in India, Godwin is with us right now. And so, Godwin, thank you for the burden that you have for revival and spiritual awakening. I'm so glad God knitted our hearts together and really has knitted your heart to the whole One Cry movement and family. And uh, let's begin by let's let's do something very practical. OK, let's you pronounce your last name for me. OK, Godwin. And uh, then I, I want our folks to hear this. I, I want them to hear how God has allowed you uh, to plant seeds 
where you sense there is a spiritual receptivity and maybe even thirst and hunger for the mission and the message, particularly of One Christ. So Godwin, welcome. And we're so looking forward to hearing you teach and pray. But before that, would you just share a little bit about how uh, you see hunger elsewhere in your part of the world and beyond and how God has opened doors for you? Thank you so much, Brother Byron, for having me. I want to thank uh, One Cry team for uh, the entire ministry, One Cry, for having me. Uh, it's such a joy always, uh, this kind of uh, time together and uh, uh, having the fellowship uh, lifts my spirit a lot. Mm. So my name is Godwin Madhusudan. So uh, I'm so blessed to be in the ministry and uh, always, Brother Byron, like I said, uh, you have played a major role in my life and also in the ministry what I'm doing here, even without you knowing it. And uh, after after 25 years or 26 years, you came to know how you uh, as a person and as a ministry, what you did uh, impacted my life and also the ministry here through me. So I always cherish that and always thank God for that. And... Uh, Brother Byron, uh, this is such a blessing. Even now I came right away driving for about five hours, uh, going into some deep villages and uh, sharing the gospel yesterday. And this morning woke up and I came back here mm -hmm. to be present, to be with you. Uh, so all this happens is just because what God is doing uh, here. The Lord. So you've been to a number of other countries. Name some of them where you have gone because you sense there's a affinity with what's burning in your heart. Yes, uh, my heart is just burning for revival. That is something God has put in me. Been praying for revival now for 21 years. Uh, I'm into ministry for 27 years full time now, uh, actually 28 years. Uh, God has led me to start a ministry called Young Reapers for Christ. That's 27 years now. And now uh, I'm seeing God is really burning me to go across India and uh, encourage the churches, uh, encourage the pastors and the believers to really come forward to pray together to God to bring revival among us. And in this uh, juncture, I'm working, uh, taking the, uh, the movement, uh, One Cry movement into Sri Lanka and uh, into Nepal and uh, into Singapore, uh, in Malaysia. And uh, uh, there are a few other Middle East countries that I may not uh, mention right now with the situations, but uh, uh, Middle East countries, uh, like four other Middle East countries already I've been to. And uh, this is something that I'm really praying that God would really uh, in, uh, ignite the fire into the hearts of the pastors and churches across the place where I go. And I have a few more lists, a few more countries in my list. We are praying. Uh, it's like you said, you rightly mentioned, brother. It's like uh, just planting the seeds. That's all it is. Sure. And uh, letting the spirit of God to uh, help it grow and uh, come out. So I know you carry a burden for India and the Mideast, all of, all of the world. Uh, but you've, you've demonstrated to me a special heart to be praying for God to move in our nation. So why don't you just share from the word of God, which is so deeply embedded in your heart and uh, just whatever passage he's put on your heart and then pray 
And particularly, would you pray for us? We, you know, I think of David who just said, I am poor and needy. And I think the degree to which we in America as Christians and as Christian believers and leaders would say we are poor and needy and ask others to pray for us because we've been so self-sufficient, so self-righteous and so self-satisfied, frankly, uh, yes. as, as Christians here in America. So would you teach from the word uh, to our hearts and, uh, and then just pour out your heart as God leads in prayer? Yeah, recently I've been really asking God to teach on a revival or just to tell me what revival is for myself to understand more. I know I've been studying the books, uh, of course, the ones you wrote and uh, uh, the, the other books and all and listening to tapes and uh, praying for revival. And uh, last few months back, I was uh, really uh, asking God to show me certain verses that I should be praying about and the praying on. And uh, from book of Matthews, chapter five, uh, verse uh, six, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. This is the verse that God gave me. Dear people of God, this is something that really spoke to me a lot. The revival that people around the world are praying for is a real deal. There are, there are different uh, aspects here. Some say, will God bring revival in the end time? Some say, maybe yes, maybe no. Uh, is it uh, end time revival a promise of God? But I truly believe that when we hunger and thirst for God's righteousness and His presence and His holiness, God is there to move among us. And uh, here, as, uh, as Brother Byron uh, was asking me to talk about why I'm praying for America, for, for God to bring revival amongst people there in the churches, I'm really, really... Uh, blessed to say this, that uh, in 1940s, my grandfather heard the gospel through one of the missionaries who walked into the villages in India and uh, shared the gospel. And through the missionary who shared the gospel, my grandfather, my dad's, my father's father got saved, and my father got saved, and my uncle and aunts, they got saved. and. Uh, through my father's lifestyle and his walk with God, I got saved by God's grace. And then I'm seeing my children getting saved. So I truly believe that uh, uh, because of one person's obedience in 1940s, all these things happened. The, the world is perishing. God has been using America for century now, more than that. And my prayer is that uh, God will still continue to use America till his coming. Because the way that God has blessed the nation America is tremendous. The way that God has uh, prepared the hearts of the people in the churches in America is amazing. Uh, the way that uh, God has placed the place, the ground ready in America to use the churches there in America for across the globe is amazing. 
that cannot be taken for granted at all. For my understanding, everything that is happening in and through the churches in America is impacting the world. That can be good things, sometimes that can be a sad things. Whatever is happening uh, in America, in the churches in America, is impacting the world. So one person came into the uh, India, if came into the nation India in 1940s and shared the gospel. Here I am. So I am obligated to pray for the nation America, for God to bring revival, which I believe that God to bring the churches back to Him. Churches coming back to God is something that I'm longing to see, which means no other option, no other, no other agenda for the church, but to see that they are driving back to God to walk with God himself. Dear churches and uh, brothers who are watching this, I wanted to say that God's heart is longing to bring revival among us, which I believe is God is wanting us to walk closer to him. Without holiness, we cannot see God. Without righteousness in, us, in our lives, we cannot walk with God. Without, uh, without hearing his voice, we cannot do his will. Without seeing God uh, in this action, we cannot know where God is. So this is something that God has really burdened me. We have to eyes to see and ears to hear and heart to obey, which I think sometimes in the church we miss. We have to long to be with God. When we are longing to be with God and when we are with God, I truly believe God will start glorifying himself in us and through us. And when he glorifies himself in and through us, we will be the blessing for the people across the globe. India, we have 1.4 billion people. And here we are longing to see God's move is because we have no other option. We have no other option but God and God alone. If only God moves amongst us, we will have blessings. If not, nothing else can bring blessings for this nation except God. So. My prayer to America and to God for America is that God will bring back the churches like never before. Whatever I've seen uh, when I was with Brother Byron and the team, uh, One Cry in, uh, uh, in Texas, uh, in Dallas, Texas, in the conference uh, with, a, with, a, with a team, I was so much blessed to hear what God is doing, brother. But uh, I'm longing to carry this to across the nation here in India and other nations. So I'm trying to see that God, please bring revival amongst the pastors and the churches. Here in India, we, uh, by God's grace, God allowed me to connect nearly 2,300 churches, about 2,300 uh, churches in one accord to pray in different districts and different states. And it was a long-term work. It took like about one and a half years consistently going and talking to the pastors and to the churches and calling them for prayer. And the spiritual battle is real. But above all this, I would say, God's longing to bring his people to his feet and to pray and praise him is real. And that is 
above every power that we can see. So God is longing to use. And I am here to, uh, to encourage the people to join hands with the other believers and pray for revival for America. I know the way the, the, the nation now is, uh, the America now is, it's just splitting apart in many different directions, but that doesn't matter. Our God is on the throne. Many a times when I talk to some personal there in America, my friends and uh, sometimes others, when I meet, come across somebody, they will say, oh, no, we are not going to see anything big hereafter because it is all tumbling down. It's all going down. It's going south, which is true, which is true. That's what it's, it's happening. But uh, dear church, I believe uh, God's people, we have to know that our God longs to move in a mighty way. And he longs for you and me to pray. He is waiting for one person to pray. Uh, I would say if we, if we are trying to say that uh, God may not bring revival, I, I'm just I'm thinking, are we really making an excuse here not to be uh, in a place of praying and longing to, for God to move? So it is high time for us to come forward and say, God, come down and move among us and prepare us. I, I strongly believe that the hearts that are prepared for God to move, God will use. Preparation is such an important thing in revival. Preparing our hearts, preparing a place. God has blessed me, uh, our ministry, with a big piece of land in India. And uh, almost one and a half years, we are preparing that land, like about seven acres of land. Preparing that land, constructing a few, few things and constructing uh, toilets and bathrooms. And, and we are preparing in faith to see a big move of God. Because God has given me the word that he will bring uh, thousands and thousands of people next year, 2004. And uh, we will have a revival prayer for day and two, three, four days continuously. So all I heard is from God that he is going to bring people. So I asked my staffs, all my pastor friends, and all the ones in, the, in our ministry to pray and prepare for the big move of God. It looks like uh, funny sometimes. It, is, uh, it looks like it may not happen. But uh, my desire is that God, I heard God telling me, and I'm working on it. And I'm working on it in faith, but in fear and trembling. And to God, I'm saying, God, if, if I'm not walking with you closer, I may miss this. So, Lord, make me pure. Make me whole. Let me be closer to you, my wife, my children. Lord, I pray that your presence will always cover us. Lord, your, your, your guidance will be always there for us. Lord, use us so that we can be blessing for many thousands to come to Christ. So we are preparing. Right now, yesterday, we were working on the, uh, the, the land, the property, in preparing, physically preparing the property for God to move. So I believe that if uh, we are praying to see about uh, uh, eight to 10,000 people coming to the campus in one accord to pray for all day, uh, that already many things are happening towards that. Uh, there's a big need, uh, you, you know, many, many things, a big need there to bring so many people and to pray but what what i know for sure is because god graciously allowed me to walk with him 
even in my weaknesses, even in my unworthiness, and many times I missed uh, things. But God has been so gracious. He has given me the word, and when I believe and when I walk accordingly, He's providing, He's guiding. So if God willing, in next uh, year, first half of the year, we are going to have about uh, 10,000 people praying and crying out to the Lord for revival. So this is something I long to see in the churches across the globe. When I talk to pastors, when I talk to the uh, church members, I say, you know, we, we are praying for revival. Are we preparing for revival? Not just prayer is always preparation. Prayer is always an action. Prayer cannot be just a words itself, in itself. Prayer is something that we pray unto God, and when God speaks to us, we, we act on the words that God speaks to us. So prayer is always moved with faith. It, it is covered with faith. So uh, I would say, if you're praying for revival, I would say, please be serious about it. When you are really praying for revival, you are praying unto God for God to break you, God to melt you, God to use you. You are praying that to God, saying, God, here I am ready to pay the price. You are praying unto God to revive, for revival, uh, and also you are saying, God, here I am. Use me in, the, in the, any means you want me to be used. So I believe that America will see a big revival, and I'm praying for that. I'm not just believing that. I'm praying for that. I'm working for that. I'm a small person here, here from India, uh, but whatever I can do, whatever, wherever I can connect, wherever, whenever I talk to people in U.S., wherever, whichever church I go, my prayer is that they all will be ignited and know that praying for revival is real, and that is from God himself. The heart of God is for revival, which is his people joining hands together and coming back to him and living with him on earth as it is in heaven. Revival is meant to experiencing God in day-to-day -day life. And when that happens in the churches, when that happens in your life and my life, in our families, I believe 1.4 billion people here in India will hear the gospel. And uh, 850 uh, million, or I'm sorry, it's 8.5 billion people in the world will hear the gospel. Why God is not coming yet? Why his second coming is, is, is not yet happening? I believe God is waiting for you and for me, you and for me, to get out of the comfort zone and preach the gospel. When, if we are not walking with the Lord, we are not going to preach the gospel. If, you're not, if we are not really longing for God to move in our lives, we are not going to be effective in the, in the world. This is what I wanted to say and finish. After the salvation, I'm still on this earth. I got saved when I was 12. And God called me into the ministry. I came into ministry when I was 18. And I'm now 47. Uh, so I always, many times I ask, God, why are you keeping me alive on this earth? By seeing the ministry and many times I would say, Lord, it would be good for me to be with you in heaven. But, but sometimes I, 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 you know, I was very clear in experiencing God smiling at me and saying, Godwin, you are very selfish. I, I know to take you home, 
I know I have the time, but I want you to obey and I want you to obey me and do my will on this earth and uh, you can experience the heaven on earth. That's what the Bible says. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. We can have all sort of problems, all sort of pressures and all sort of needs around us. But I am seeing that, dear friends, God is moving in midst of all this and God is still using us. And God wants to use you. If you are a person who are really praying for God's uh, revival in your life, in your ministry, in your family, I would encourage you also ask God to prepare you and by faith start preparing whatever God is telling you for the revival. God may tell you many different things or maybe one particular thing. Hear from God. Hear from God. There's a big problem in the churches. We are not hearing from God. There is a big problem in the churches that we are not seeing what God is doing. And that is because we are not willing to walk with God in holiness. If we give ourselves, come back to God, God will prepare us and God will use us. People need to hear the gospel. People need to hear the gospel. Because of one person in 1940s, I would say, by God's grace, now we have more than 400 churches planted. I don't know who that person was. And that person came into India and shared the gospel. And now the result is hundreds and thousands of people heard the gospel. Hundreds and thousands of people heard the gospel. Will you be that person? You need to have a revival in your life. If you want to be used by God, your family have to know that God is working in and through you. And then you, yourself and your family and everyone will be used by God for the perishing world. I want to thank uh, Brother Byron. Brother Byron, your life, the way that you worked hard in America and your preaching, your surrenderedness uh, to God for the prayer and uh, the continuous prayer and the desire that you give, you have for the Lord has impacted my life. It is because you impacted someone in US and that person came to India and he impacted my life and uh, his team impacted my life in 1999. So I'm so blessed that God is still using uh, Brother Byron, the one cry. Mm -hmm. My prayer is that whatever means God wants to use me, I'm here to be used by God. So thank you so much, brother. Okay, and would you pray right now just for America to experience what you just talked about and just um, lead us to the Lord and ask him to move in our hearts. Let's pray. Our gracious Lord, we wanted to pray for America now. Our God, you're not done with America. You are not done with the world yet, to God. You are still gracious and you are still mighty. And, O oh Lord, your, your hand is not shortened, O oh God. You are so powerful that you can reach out to any, any place. Lord, I pray that uh, America will see a, a greater revival in days to come. O oh God, I pray that the churches in America will rise up, stand the ground on the word of God, with the power of the Holy Spirit. And let there be a conviction, O oh Lord, to come back to you, O oh Lord.
Let the Spirit of God draw the people in America to come back to you. And Lord, look unto you for a mighty move. Oh Lord, I know that, oh God, still you are using so many thousands of people and churches in America for, for the gospel's sake across the globe. Lord, I pray that they will continue to do that till your coming, O oh Father. Oh Lord, till the last minute of your coming, O oh Father, I pray that America will be used by you. Please have mercy. Please have mercy. Oh Lord, we are broken vessels. We have the fallen nature. We sometimes, oh Lord, become a stubborn people, oh God, a stiff-necked people, oh God. Lord, have mercy upon America. All the churches, oh Lord, that are praying for revival, let them know it's not just the prayer. Let them act on the prayer, oh God. Let them, Lord, in faith, come out and work on faith, oh Father, to see the revival happening in any means they should be doing. Oh Lord, I pray that the churches will unite together. Oh Father, oh God, if you are not working, it's going to be difficult for us. So, Lord, I pray that uh, even while we are now, oh God, uh, praying and talking, Lord, there are problems in Israel, in, in, the, in, in your land, the land that you promised for your people. Lord, your people are going into the tough time, oh Father, and the world is seeing certain things that it has not been seen before, oh Father. Lord, I pray that uh, America will stand up again in a, in a mighty way because, O oh Lord, of your grace and mercy. Lord, let the churches in America, let the churches in America know that only you can do the things that you can do. So we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise, and we thank you so much for this time. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Godwin. And Thank you for uh, what you are doing in obedience to the Spirit of God, and especially encourage that God has put it on your heart to call together uh, pastors, leaders, thousands in 2024 to seek yes. His face together. And I'm believing God with you that you heard from God and that God is going to honor that in ways that uh, exceed abundantly anything we could ever ask him for or think and imagine. So Godwin, thank you, brother. Praise the Lord. And for one cry groups that are gathered and I just want to encourage you, you know, there's something about united prayer, but there's also something about continuous concerted prayer day by day by day. And this is not a commercial as much as it is just a, a pleading with you to not, not let go of, of, of praying together. And I just had it on my heart. Do it again, Lord. 30 days of hope-filled prayer for revival that God's put it on our heart to just encourage every group to get that resource. Go to onecry.com, get that resource and unite together for 30 consecutive days of crying out to the Lord. It can be at the beginning of a year. It could be in the middle of the year. It could be any time. But there's something about concerted, continuous, faithful, diligent, praying together as groups, whether you're physically together or not, but unite together and say, do it again. Do it again, Lord. Thank you once again for being faithful prayers of the Lord. And as you pray together now uh, around what God once shared, uh, I trust that you will sense his presence in a powerful, powerful way.